What's up, guys? I'm Chino. Throughout my journey, I have learned to take each moment, job, relationship, and opportunity as a gift. Each week, I will be sharing my personal experiences, fresh insight from my guests, and discussing topics that help listeners best relate to the journey. I'm deeply passionate about sharing what I've learned in my life to help inspire, motivate, and show that we are never alone. With hardships comes healing, and with personality comes hoops. This is Chino's Best. What is up? Episode 5. We are here with three lovely female boss ladies, entrepreneurs here in Indianapolis. Just want to give a special shout out to Indie Fitness Magazine for the studio and a very lovely thank you to all three of our guests today. We have Casey, Aaron, and Sasha, and we are going to dig in on the differences of being an entrepreneur as a female, and they are in three different fields of entrepreneurship, so we're just going to jump in to how their lives differ, cost, uh, everything that helped them get started, and different information being entrepreneurs. Hello, ladies. Hello. 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 Oh, all synchronized. (laughs) That was perfect, actually. All right. So I think we're going to start with Erin. Hello. hello. Erin, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, how old you are, just a little brief summary on you. Okay. So I am a photographer. Um, That is my full-time job. Uh, I am obviously Erin Kay, but... My business name is Aaron K because Feldmeyer is way too long and way too hard to remember. So I went with my first and middle name, very basic white girl. It's fine. Um, I am 24 years old and I have been doing photography for the last three years full time. Wow. Actually, my business birthday Wasn't was yesterday. Yeah. Yay. Yesterday. Three yeah. years full time. Thank you. That's um, so I've been doing this for three years now. Wow. That's crazy. That is crazy. Um, I've been taking clients since I was... 16 years old um and like I said I'm now 24 so I've been doing that's this for a so while funny because the other day when you were like I've been taking clients since 2010 I'm like fuck that's when I graduated I always forget that you're younger than yeah, I am I graduated in 2013 from Center Grove lord um child. yeah I'm, I'm the baby of the group guys I'm sorry um child. I'm, I think I've talked to, to a few of you ladies in the room especially you Sasha um since you do my lashes and we'll get into that later um but right. she knows a lot of my trials and tribulations I was bullied very heavily in high school I've kind of mm. been bullied my whole life I'm a very high anxiety person God, um, yeah yeah I think everyone in this if you room. if you follow me on Instagram <laughs> What you room to be in right now? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Woo! We all probably pop, need to pop a Xanax. We're actually guys. getting foot massages as we speak. Um, we have these really amazing, amazing masseuses in the room right now, <laughs> just helping us with this anxiety level. Right, Elise? Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you guys follow me personally on my Instagram, I am very much into uh, mental health and wellness, and I let that kind of trickle into my photography business as well. I, my mission for my photography business is. Whoever steps in front of my camera needs to feel loved and like they are enough. You come, you want to wear makeup, awesome. You want to wear leggings for your photos, great. Whatever makes you feel comfortable and make you feel like yourself. I just want people to feel beautiful and welcome to be themselves in front of me. Well, and I think that's a key thing that I noticed about all three of you when I was trying to figure out like the perfect 
trilogy of humans to do this together was like I know with Yoga Fire with Casey like you always talk about how you want everyone to feel included and like every body type is welcome every income brackets welcome like it's something that's welcoming for everyone and you were talking about um, Sasha with the Beauty Society you were talking about how like you want to help people feel beautiful on the outside because it strikes that confidence and brings out their inner beauty from the inside. That's so mm-hmm. I think that's really important that all three of you kind of have that same mindset on helping people feel more comfortable in their own skin. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Erin, Absolutely. I know um, one of the questions I asked you guys, which I want your take on it first, just because you've given us a little background now, um, equipment costs. So what does that look like for you as far as staying updated with everything? Oh, man. So, oh, gosh. Photography is a very deceiving cost, I guess, equipment-wise. People think, oh, this is great. I'll just go buy a camera, and then now I'm a professional photographer. I can just click a button, oh, and that's sis, it. Oh, sis, we're coming back oh, to that one. yeah, we'll come back to <laughs> that later. coming back to that one. Um, but, you know, not only, <laughs> the tea, not I tell only do I have, like, $10,000 in equipment on me almost at all times, and sometimes when I'm at weddings, it's even more than that. You know, I have multiple camera bodies, multiple lenses, I have, oh my gosh, a plethora of hard drives that all of my images are packed up on. Yeah. But besides that, I also pay studio rent. I pay insurance. I pay, you know, all of my state things to be a functioning business LLC. And, you know, those things really, really add up. I have a million dollar insurance policy. So if someone were to unfortunately hurt themselves or if I were to break something on location, Mm -hmm. I'm covered. But, you know, those things all add up and then don't even get me started on taxes because, oh, my gosh, taxes are the devil. A million dollars, though. And like Casey and Sasha just nodded their head like you guys have to do that same thing. I'm guessing, too, with your businesses is making sure that, like, if shit hits the fan, that you're still OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just insurance, taxes, permits, everything that you don't think about and I was naive when I started, so I didn't know all of these costs. And had I known the true cost of things, I probably wouldn't have started. (laughs) So it worked in my favor. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's everything from credit card processing fees to um, simple things like, so the health department for Johnson County, they are who overlooks uh, microblading, which is one of the services that we provide at the Beauty Society. Oh, Beauty Society is Johnson County? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, $750 annually just to have my tattoo license for the shop. And that's not including all of, you know, the trainings, the certifications to stay up on stuff. Which How many certifications do you now have, though? For microblading alone, I have four. And that is upwards of over $10,000. That's as insane. As well as for <laughs> insurance. Casey's eyes just got so big. Well, for insurance, it's a little, it's almost $1,000 a year. So it's not cheap. And... I think a lot of people think when, you know, you go shop a small business or an entrepreneur and they're charging, let's say, you know, I charge five fifty for microblading. I'm not pocketing five fifty no, by any absolutely means. Not. No, that's absolutely insane. not. That's insane though, is like all three of you too. That's why like I'm I really, really thought about who I wanted in here because I feel like because you guys are constantly working, like all the stuff that goes on behind closed doors is huge like there's so many different costs there's so many different things that you guys are trying to navigate you know social media and then people coming in and I know we'll get back into this but like one thing that Aaron said was people look at your social media and they're like oh you're out hanging out with your friend Elise oh you're with Chino oh you're doing this 
well, did you edit my photos? Oh, can I like get in for microblading? Oh, you said are you, you were busy that day? Sasha. Yeah, you said you were busy, or you said you were off. Yeah, I am. I literally deleted my Snapchat. Part of, <laughs> I swear, part of the reason was this: I want to be able to let my clients and potential clients see my, the personal side of my life. I yeah. believe that you know they should see who I am outside of work because they are investing a lot of their money and time with me. Yeah, I want them to know me as an actual person. However, it just got to the point, yeah, where. There is a fine line, and I wanted to be able to share with my friends and family on the you know that platform, but it became too much to I guess have to filter through who could see what. So it was easy for me just to delete it. Yeah, and I just kind of fly so or fly under the radar. So. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine that. <clears throat> okay, so E, you were talking about ten thousand dollars worth of equipment at of least. equipment at least, yeah. and then a million dollar insurance policy. So. Like, how do you how do you navigate that? Like, how do you make sure all of your stuff is safe? And like you're traveling around with different clients, different weddings, different, you know, like, how do you make sure that your equipment is staying safe in what you're doing? She brings Michael. Have you seen him? <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, my boyfriend is a bodybuilder. So that is very valid. But bodyguard. Yeah, I guess. Be my bodyguard. That'd be great. I wish he'd come with me on shoots. That'd be so fun. He's uh, so scary. Uh, he's not scary. He's a big teddy bear. He's scary when he's, like, protecting you. Well, There's a difference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, no, I my insurance definitely helps. Um, okay. Photography insurance is kind of like car insurance where you pay a deductible and then they cover the rest. So does that give you just, like, a breath of fresh air? Like, if you're at a wedding and you drop your camera in a puddle? Yes, like, and that's why I always have two camera bodies because the ca- the professional, quote, unquote, I'm doing air quotes right now, quote, unquote, <laughs> professionals, who show up to weddings with one camera body and that camera body malfunctions, you're SOL for the rest of the day. That's terrifying. Yes. I would, if I was I, a bride, I would wedding. beat the someone's one, ass. The one thing that I will say about me being a high anxiety person is that I am always prepared for the worst. Yeah. Well, I so. guess that's a good thing, though. Like, that's a plus side of anxiety yeah. is always like. I'm very prepared. There being have prepared. been many shoots because Aaron shoots a lot for me and there's been plenty of times where. I've been in a panic or something has gone wrong and she's like, oh, no problem. Here's my backup or, you know, here's yeah. the plan. So she's always got it covered. Or Which wrangling is nice. children, you know, I'm a good, I'm a good <laughs> wrangler. Wrangling we'll children. We'll run around, yeah. you know, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I think all of us high anxiety people are such good planners. Yeah. Because yeah. that's me. Totally. One million percent. Yeah. Well, and I can kind of vouch for the fact that like even getting you guys in here, I was like, this is the time. This is the place. These are the questions. This is, here's your connection to this notepad. Like, let's get it going. But Super it's. organized professional yeah absolutely thanks guys that makes me so happy because we're only on episode five (laughs) hello pumped here for it um so aaron we've dove into where you're from what you're about what you do casey tell us about you girlfriend well i don't really have a whole lot to say born and raised in indiana um moved to pensacola for a little bit lived there with my now husband Ooh, girl. Yep. (laughs) Um, Moved back home for family just because it was too hard. Pensacola, living so far away from my family was so challenging. Isn't that like 16 hours, 14 hours drive? It's like eight. Eight? I want to say it was like (laughs) further than that. Where is Pensacola? It's like right next to Alabama. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like I've been to Pensacola and it was... for the oh shit that was fort myers it felt (laughs) far away for me too so (laughs) no fort myers was super far i'm like where did i go with my family it was fort myers it felt far away for me too so guys i never took geography (laughs) 
<laughs> Anyways, Pensacola is eight hours away. Tell us more about it. <laughs> well, it sucked, actually, which prompted me to move home. So here I am. Um, I started working at a healthcare company that provided ancillary services to residents and nursing homes. And I started at the bottom, literally. That was probably like my second big girl job, and I'm throwing up the air quotes. Um, it was terrible. I worked my way from the bottom all the way to the executive assistant to our COO. That's nuts. Why was it so terrible, though? Um, small company. Okay. Lots to do. Okay. Not a lot of people to do it. Okay. Um, I sense. was basically running the company towards the end of my time there, and I realized if I can do this, I can run my own business. So especially something that you're like probably more yeah, passionate about absolutely. and like wanting to do. Yes. And so Jay, I pitched the idea to him at first hated it he was really like, not about it yeah no he was like no you're gonna work your nine to five like tough it out it's just a phase you're gonna grow like because i like was on every a, husband yeah <laughs> tough it out like <laughs> i was on the fast track to success there but i could see the writing on the walls too yeah. at the same time and he just didn't get it and then he started to actually really get it and that's yeah. when he was like nope we're doing yoga fire like you have to get out of there it started affecting my relationships with everyone in my life Oh, wow. My friendships, my family, literally everybody. Elise is sitting behind me <laughs> shaking her head. Yes, I already know. It. And it really did. It took a toll. And Jay was like, get her the hell out. And yeah. that's when we just, we did Yoga Fire. So what kind of inspired you to do something with yoga? I mean, you could have, I'm, I mean, not to discredit anyone's businesses by any means, but like what made you choose yoga instead of photography or instead of stuff like lashes and microblading and things of that nature yeah I picked yoga because I had been doing it for a long time oh okay. I had been going to yoga and it became like a really you know influential part of my life mm -hmm. but it was so expensive and I had a lot of other things going on I had a life coach because my job sucked yeah I had a gym membership also because my job sucked yeah and, <laughs> and had to have I like outlets yeah yeah and so I had a lot of other things going and it was so expensive and I was just like there's got to be a better way to do this mm -hmm. there has to be a way for somebody to bring it to the market at a lower cost and that's what we did well I know you say lower cost but I know as a business owner <clears throat> things are going to always be costing you something so um what exactly like what does it look like a day in the life of for you as far as are you making more money than you thought you would is have you like broke even yet I know you guys have been in business for what six months six months six months mm -hmm. which congratulations thank you I know we have Aaron for three years now Casey was six months <laughs> I'm we're <the> gonna <laughs> yeah but it's still exciting I mean like yeah. to stick something out for even six months is like that's crazy and have yeah. a business like st I mean the fucking lights are still on sis so yeah, you're doing true. something I right mean, some, some months Absolutely. it's a little scary yeah um so what what does that like cost to spending ratio look like for you guys oh gosh we're spending a lot more money than we're bringing in right now which is to be expected for a business that's brand new I mean we're t we're technically brand new mm -hmm. um we are projected though to break even before our one year mark which is a huge major accomplishment um that's but crazy I, yeah I think I owe so much of this to Jay who is my now husband we managed to get married and open a business all in the same year which is yeah. <laughs> not for the, not for the faint of heart I are like I can applaud myself because that was challenging um 
but it, I owe so much of it to him because without him working his job, literally busting his butt to provide for our business and letting me quit my job to mm-hmm. do this full time, it wouldn't, it would never happen. So I know you said quit your job. When were you able, I know you and I talked privately and it was like you were ta- saying how you would go in and you would work for yoga fire and then you would you would pull all-nighters and you would go straight to your other job so when were you able to quit your job to run the studio so we started talking about opening the studio in december of last year and we finally made the leap to open it in april okay the build out jay did all by himself wow um with a little bit of help from our family and friends like construction wise yeah um like in three months so crazy yeah I quit my job in late April oh wow so so all the process of like getting things going and making sure that it was like accredited business wise all of those things you guys were you realistically were being full-time relationship full-time job full-time opening a business so when did you like sleep (laughs) and planning a wedding for that matter right we um Jay God bless his soul because he literally <laughs> would go straight from work to the studio, build it out. I would be doing all back end stuff, making sure everything was in place. Like, oh my God, you guys know that there's so much back end mm-hmm. stuff that you have to do that you would never even know. Like about. what? Like what's some of the things that like, cause I obviously don't own a business. I mean, I would call my podcast my business, but I don't have to worry about keeping the lights on, yep. holding insurance like they were talking making about. Making sure you're good with the state, making sure you're in compliance, making sure that just making sure of everything. Yeah. Like you, there's some things that I'm sure I still don't even know. I have to text Sasha sometimes and be like, yo, bro, like, am I, like, is, am I <laughs> doing I'm this like, good? I don't know. I'm just figuring it out. So. <laughs> well, what's, what's, right? What's so funny, though, is I text Sasha and I'm like, so you said LLC. What exactly does yeah. that mean? Like, yeah. how do I get that going? Seriously, like, it is just such a, there's so many inner, like, workings to it. There's, yeah. So many gears turning and it is a process. It just and sounds like a constant web, you know, oh for gosh, all three of is. you. And it never stops. It well, what's anxiety. That? Yeah. <laughs> what's that? Cue that, anxiety. Like, school does not prepare you for this. School no. teaches you the angle of like stupid. This is an obtuse angle, an, just like the, the girl you met at the bar. The powerhouse <laughs> like, of the yeah. I, I have never once as an adult needed to know that information. No. Like I need to know how to do taxes. Yeah. I need to know how to like. What's an, what's APR? <laughs> You know, they don't teach us these things no, in school. Not no, at all. They don't want us to know. That's yeah, exactly I think right. that's it's another podcast. <laughs> right? Oh, I'm conspiracy theories over here. I, oh, no, I know you are. It's bad theories. with you, though. It's mm, bad. No. I can't with your conspiracy theories because they go, they're. Well, so- I mean, but they go from like Disney to Star Wars, to, like the government. So, I mean, I've got. It's not a anything. short trip either like no, they're like, all very connected <laughs> is the problem you for three hours here you really could though that's the problem cue bar louis yeah. like <laughs> where we just sit and like lose our minds here and talk star wars conspiracy theories it's fine a new podcast yeah that's <laughs> another one probably not one i'm gonna host because i've never seen any of them I Me want either. you guys to yeah. see Aaron's face right now. You're the only Star Wars fan in this room. Her <laughs> eyes just popped out of her head. <laughs> but those lashes look good, girl. She just left. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> she left. We oh could God. see the flutter from the lashes from a mile away. So in order for you to keep this business running and have it be what your dreams are for it, like what are some key things that you focus on to keep it rolling in a positive direction and making money 
hiring the right people. I Oof. will say that's the biggest thing. We have the best team on staff right now. And oh, I'm that's amazing. Just counting my blessings because God forbid they get another opportunity. It's <laughs> better than mine. <laughs> you know, there's so many things that could happen. And yeah. I love ev- each and every one of them. I'm so blessed to have such a great team. But I did my due diligence in getting that team. Do you find it hard to differentiate between like being close with them and having that familial feel? versus being like a lady boss it is really hard because the people you hire you can probably see yourself being friends with so Mm -hmm. it's hard for me especially hiring people that are predominantly my age Mm -hmm. um to separate myself from being their friend and being their boss Uh, my studio manager and i you know i trust her implicitly it's hard for me not to really you know be her friend but yeah. I have to I am her friend it's but like in a being friendly yeah. but but still like keeping that wall up on absolutely maintaining being to, a boss that's just business I mean, which I think the queen in this room of that is Sasha for oh, sure absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> like but having that balance of like being friendly but still being like this is yeah. my domain yeah it's and it's hard. hard it's absolutely hard. I can't even imagine it's hard too yeah and it's been a huge learning curve for me too I at my previous job I did manage a team of people but like I said I wasn't happy there so yeah well, it's a little sure. bit different fun, and then when it's time to get down to business you feel like the bitch because right you turn it on yeah and that's what sucks like my salon manager I was in her wedding like we're best friends um you know my brother's girlfriend works for me um we're all great friends, and we do try to find that balance. We, we, we go do fun things. Right, yeah. We go do fun things, but we also know when it's time to work. So um, I think, yeah, kind of like what you said, that's the hardest part is just where is that fine line? But once you do have the right team, it makes all the difference. Yeah, it seriously does. Yeah. It really does, yeah. Sasha, I think you're the queen of having that perfect balance of – having friendships but still maintaining this um what's the right word like professionalism i i know i, I but know. my brain wants to be like boss bitch yeah. like, <laughs> like it's the hoops but yeah it is the hoops but um professionalism yes we'll go with that one so like how did you get to perfecting that really like maintaining that balance I definitely haven't perfected it. I still work on it daily. And like we were just saying, it is difficult. Um, You know, I think that it's something that you just have to work at every single day. And I just have to be super aware of how I come off. And, um, you know, every person that works for me, I have a different relationship with all of them. Which I think is important. I think if it was all the same, then you get into like, she's boring or she's fake. Like, I really feel like that's where it it would be. So you would have to have that balance between everyone's different personalities or they're not going to connect with you. They're not going to listen to you. Exactly. And we try to make it fun. I have worked in so many environments that I hated it or I did not like my coworkers. So we try to make it, you know, a, a culture that you don't want to leave and that we all do feel like sisters and friends. But we also know when it's time to turn it on and it's time to get down to business. So we we like to go out. We like to, you know, go to Bakersfield and drink margaritas. But we also, you know, like to get down to business and know when it's time to work. So So tell us a little about your business. We've heard from Erin. We've heard from Casey. So tell us us about you. Where do you come from? 
Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> so, well, I was born and raised on the South Side. I south Side? Graduated <laughs> high school 10 years ago. And I'm like, I think I'm having like a quarter life crisis about it. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Same. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, after, um, after high school, I went straight to IU. I got my bachelor's in fashion merchandising, minor from Kelly School of Business. I thought I was going to go work corporate retail, you know, be a buyer, do what I was supposed to do. Um, it wasn't for me. I did work corporate retail. I absolutely hated it. I used to cry on my way to work on mm-hmm. 465. <laughs> I just could not do it. So um, once I left there, I kind of just through networking and um, just I kind of created my own positions. And I would say that through network marketing, I definitely kind of had like an entrepreneurial boot camp. Okay. So I learned a lot through that. Um, And then similar to, um, you know, earlier we were talking about where we all kind of fit into here. And Casey was saying how she got started, you know, at this company that she started at the bottom. And then she worked all her way up to executive assistant and was doing a lot for this business, but hated it. But it opened her eyes to what she could really do. Yeah. So I was kind of in that same position. I was helping run a business. And I realized that I was learning so much, but I wanted to go apply it to something that I actually enjoyed. I just didn't know what it was. So um, fast forward, I kind of moved around the country a little bit, um, lived on each coast, moved back to Indy once again, because it's hard to be away from family as yeah. boring as Indy can be. <laughs> as um, we all know. But I, I actually did not know that I was going to go into beauty at all. I started an online boutique with my sister and that really it's so saturated yeah like, I, I love it but it, it's just I wanted to be a little bit more unique so um That's after true. that I started dating my now husband we also got married right when we opened the business <laughs> I don't know what it is <laughs> about this group girl um <laughs> we I I was living in Chicago half the week with him and Andy half the week and it was for his career and you know that was really hard too because at the time his son was two so I really wanted something for my own income, but I couldn't get a job in Chicago and I couldn't get one in Indy because I wasn't there enough. So I had to create kind of my own thing. So I started doing lashes on a whim. And I remember I would be like in Chicago and I would have, you know, clients, I would drive down to Indy and do $70 full sets. Do I like was a one couple of those clients. Yes. <laughs> I've been an OG. <laughs> Literally, I would drive to Indy from Chicago office. to build this business. I was, you know, working out of my apartment and at the time it was just side money um and then it just started blowing up and growing how did you learn about lashes though like where did you go to like figure out how to do them properly and like what glue works best like how like where do you even get that information oh that's a whole nother episode um <laughs> no i it's oh, i actually i got into lashes because i got them myself and i really liked them and i ended up getting trained locally and it was shit training so a lot of it was trial and error, and I didn't know what I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of had to pick up the pieces, find other training, other mentors, realized um, no one told me actually that you had to be a licensed esthetician or cosmetologist. Oh, so I said, oh, shit, I started this <laughs> business, and I'm not licensed. Now what do I do? So I had to go drop 13000 real quick in aesthetic school. So oh, my that was God. Fun, all while building the business. Um yeah, so kind of going back to I know, to that literally stresses me out, $13,000. compliance and doing things <clears> legally <throat> in the right way, especially in the beauty industry. There's so many people that aren't. 
and it needs to be regulated better, but don't even get me started on that. <laughs> um, so, you know, after I got out of aesthetic school, I went ahead and decided that I wanted, you know, to continue doing this. And it got literally got to the point where we had to move because the business grew so much that we had to move to a bigger apartment. And then I was like, I literally have my two best friends working for me out of my apartment and there are so many people like coming in here that I don't even know. And That's amazing. Need to, like though. go open up a public location. That's <laughs> so. crazy. That's just yeah. people like coming into your home and you're oh, like, over there. She's one of them. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that room was legit though. Like it was set you up. You guys like a, had the whole thing set up. Yeah, it was. It was. It was though. cute. Yeah, it was literally like a mini. It was literally a mini beauty society. It yeah, was, yeah, it was super cute. Yeah, but we just decided, you know, to go do it like right. So <laughs> then we, we opened the salon. So that's amazing. That's crazy. I know one of the one of the things that really stuck out to me that you um messaged me for all of this was mom and wife first business owner second so when did that when did that transition for you or has that always been your foundation that's always been the foundation um however (laughs) not only did we get married when we opened the business, we also bought a house and got pregnant all within like a 90 day span. I would throw so up. Within my up. first year of business, <laughs> I became a mother. I already had a stepson, but I had my gorgeous little girl, Leilani, and that definitely did change everything. It put it all into perspective. I was a mom to Atlas already, but it changed because of um, you know a lot of health issues that we went through and it showed me what was important. Mm-hmm. So I was able, thanks to my team, to take a six-month unplanned maternity leave. Oh, wow. And it's kind of turned into our, I guess, unofficial motto within the team that family's always first. So I don't care if, you know, your kid is sick, you have to go pick them up. I don't care if you need a mental day, whatever it is, like no questions asked. I don't want to be that boss that says, no, you can't go do this or to make it difficult for you. Yeah. Because you cannot perform your best at work if you're not on your A game. If you're not like mentally and emotionally there too. For sure. Absolutely agree. My my husband and my kids come first and then the business is second, even though it's like another baby to me. Yeah. It's it's not everything. Well, I think that would be hard. I mean, for all three of you, especially because you invested. I mean, we've heard about your money. We've heard about your time. We've heard about the balance that you've had to create for it. And it's anything but easy. So having to kind of put that business aspect on the back burner, even if it is for your family, even if it is for, you know, becoming a new mom, a newlywed, things of that nature, like it, I, it must be so hard to like separate the two. It is, but that's also where, you know, when you have a good team, you, Mm -hmm. you're more comfortable with it. And I cannot repay my team enough. There's not enough money in the world to give them for, you know, the security that they've given me that's allowed me to feel okay when I am not able to be there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely hard because you, you also kind of feel like no one can do it like you can because mm-hmm. it is your baby you've made from scratch. Um, and, you know, then, you know, people like Erin who are in a completely different situation, there is only one her. Yeah. And, you know, she doesn't have that luxury. So... Are you going to um, teach Michael how to do stuff on your camera? I was going to say, it could, it could turn into like a little duo. Getting him to focus on anything for more than 10 minutes is a little rough. So, <laughs> unless if it's like pushing weights at the gym. Let's let's just talk about that. But let's yeah, not. It's, it's, I hate him. I envy both of you for the strength and support system that you do have. Um, I'm very thankful that I have you guys as friends 
for that support. But like Sasha said, you know, if I'm having a bad mental health day, I have to catch up at some point. That yeah. means more stress for me tomorrow. That means no work got done well, today. And for anyone who struggles with anxiety, depression, mental health in general, I know Erin is a huge advocate of that with her company and on her social media. Um, I've tried to be as well. It's I don't think people realize, you know, like it may be hard for her to even get out of bed, but it's your big day. So she literally puts everything to do with her non-existent because it's your big day not hers and and I don't think people realize like the mental toll that that takes on you I am very thankful though for the clients that I have I always make it a point to be friends with them too so um I will give a good specific um point to this I showed up to a wedding in September of a friend um she's amazing her day went off without a hitch it was beautiful gorgeous but I texted her on the way there hey I just had a panic attack in my car I'm so sorry if I'm off my a game but I am ready to throw myself into your special day this gives me something to focus on and not think about the problems I'm having Mm -hmm. but thank you for trusting me and I will do 110 percent my best because this is something for me that I'm passionate about and I will just throw myself into my work and honestly that's where my workaholism kind of comes yeah. in. Um, I'm a workaholic, and I use that as an escape from what I'm dealing with personally. Um, but I shot her a text. Hey, if I'm off my A-game today, it's not anything you did personally. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me here. I'm just having a bad personal day. Do you guys feel the same way, like, in your business? Like, you're, oh, yeah. like sure. that balance of being able to kind of throw yourself into it to, to put that... I, I don't want to say put your mental health aside because you're not putting it aside. No. You're just being bigger than the issue right. yeah. and dealing with it later. Yeah. Yeah. You, you definitely, you want to be able to burn the candle at both ends. They say, you know, oh, yeah. yeah. Whatever, mm-hmm. And we, we push ourselves to the point of exhaustion and, you know, to having those panic and those, those anxiety attacks. But I think part of growing throughout being an entrepreneur is being able to recognize when you're reaching that point Mm -hmm. and scaling back so you don't approach that again. Um, That was definitely, especially getting started, just a huge, um, you know, learning curve. Oh, I bet. I can't do it all. And that's so hard for me to admit that I can't do it all. Yeah. Sometimes I just can't. Well, and it's not, not fair to us as women nowadays. We see all these women on Instagram who have the perfect family, have the perfect time of day to cook clean do all these things and as women in today's world we are expected to do a lot we are expected to do everything and have a smile on our face while we do it yeah if you aren't a stay-at-home mom and you send your kid to daycare you're a piece of shit mom yeah if you stay at home then you're lazy you because you don't work you know you can't there's like no right way you you can't can't win win. you're always going to be judged um it's it's ridiculous and so that's why you just got to do what's best for you for sure which is hard to find sometimes Honestly, I really want to do some rapid fire questions for you guys, <laughs> right? Um, these are things that I I will tell you guys because I plan to have many more guests on here. They they got these questions first, okay? But um, saying them on the air is a little different. So we can start with whoever wants to go first. I guess whoever says it first. Um, the biggest fear you had when starting your business? Failure. That's everyone's biggest I think it's got to be I mean it's so easy to fail these days yeah that you have to really set yourself apart from everyone else and do something different why do you think it's easy to fail because everyone's doing something I feel like there's everything is a saturated market 
Okay. Unless you have a very brand new idea, which there are very few of them. Yeah. You are throwing yourself right into a saturated market. I don't know if it's completely saturated as much. Well, yeah, I agree with that. I guess it's easy to fail because a lot of people don't realize what it takes. And so mm -hmm. that is also yeah, true. Yeah. I will also say that. Yeah. Yeah. Or so the people who aren't doing it the right way, who offer lower exactly, prices, exactly. undercut That's us. That's why it's saturated. Yes. That's why it's saturated. Yes. Yep. It's saturated with people that aren't doing it properly. Not doing it properly. And then everyone flips shit on you guys for costs, I'm sure, because you are doing it properly. You've had the training. You said how many certificates you've had for now in microblading. And then everything, I mean, you went to the Art Institute in Chicago, correct, Erin? Mm -hmm. I did. So it's like things like that. You've been doing yoga for how many years? Like you guys, you yeah. guys could consider yourselves true experts of the things that you are doing for your careers. Yet there's people out there that buy a $2,000 camera and they're like, I'm a photographer. Well, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, bought a, I bought a rebel and I can push a button. I'm a, I'm a professional. So I will With everything say, though, on auto. Yes. I'm not, I don't teach. So I, I don't consider myself an expert, but I've been doing yoga for a long time now. And I would say you would be an expert in some cases is necessary. But I feel like you're an expert in the sense of you understand what it can do for mind, body, yes, soul. Absolutely. So I think because you have been able to throw yourself into that world, you're able to give a foundation where you I honestly would consider you an expert because you know so much about it because you've lived it, you know? Yeah. Teaching or not, I think that that's important. Next question where did the names of your companies come from? Erin, you're not allowed to answer. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll go first. So Jay said that if I got to open my own yoga studio, that he got to name it. And so in true man fashion, he chose the name from a video game. It is from... <laughs> Street Fighter and Dalsum says yoga fire after he does any moves. I'm about to so, spit out my which wine. makes absolutely no sense at all. Um, well, if you are, but if, <laughs> but if you are more like limber and you're in shape and you're tone, you could, you could be a street fighter. So I will say it has a certain ring to it. it I got it used does. to it after I like a while. It. I like it. I like it, but that's really funny. Yeah. I would have thought. Right? I know. It's very wild. <laughs> all right. Where did the Beauty Society name come from? I don't have a funny story at all. <laughs> <laughs> My sister actually came up with the name because I'm so indecisive. Um, so I wanted a name that didn't just... At the, at the time, I was only doing lashes and starting with microblading. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want a name that kind of just cornered me into continuing to do that. I wanted something that as we grew and added, added services, it included everything. So the Beauty Society covers pretty much anything that I want to add. Because I feel like you guys do a shit ton of stuff. Everything except for hair and nails. We are aesthetics Ooh. only. <laughs> That's a good That's slogan. Only. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, as far as society goes, I wanted it to sound... Like, I mean, it's basically a, a club, but everyone's included. Okay. So, um, you know, the society is where you turn for all of your beauty needs. I wanted everyone to feel like it's a place that they could go as a trusted source. So mm -hmm. even if we don't offer it, you want to come to us and ask, you know, where's the best place? Where's the recommendation? Or, you know, how can you help? So you guys are like this? beauty gurus. 
So oh my you, gosh. Maybe yeah. I should put that on my business card. Yeah, beauty like guru, that. Sasha. <laughs> new IG handle. Can I just do, I'll do commercials for you. I love just it. On the podcast all the time, Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> really, really soft like that. <laughs> Sasha. I wonder if anyone can hear me whispering. <laughs> it sounds funny. Um, okay, next question. How has social media elevated your company? I'll start. <laughs> I, I got it. It's been built completely on social media. I haven't spent anything on marketing at all. Instagram all the way. Um, Facebook, I dabble in. I don't like it as much. It's starting to grow. But Instagram has been huge for us. And um, it's just now getting to the point where I do need to scale it and take it to the next level and start putting some dollars into it. But it's been word of mouth, and it's been incredible. That's insane. You couldn't do that, you know, 10 years ago. How long has the Beauty Society been? We will be two in March. Now, is that just at your current location you'll be two? Yeah, so I've been taking clients for like three or four years now. Okay. Um, Time flies. So shit, three or four years (laughs) with like zero expenses in marketing. Yeah, well, in marketing, yeah. In marketing, in marketing. (laughs) Yeah, no, just in marketing. Yeah. That's still crazy, though. Yeah, I wouldn't say completely zero, but as far as, you know, ads like that, the traditional Mm -hmm. way, yeah. Yeah, I can't, I mean, it's it's crazy because, like, I go back and forth with social media. Like, social media is the devil. It ruins relationships. It ruins people. It fluffs your ego when it shouldn't over it. And then the other side of me is like, vote on this if you want to hear me talk about this <laughs> i'm like it's so easy to do it's literally at your fingertips and i'm sure like i mean with yoga fire and with aaron k photography mm-hmm. i didn't get you didn't get to give your story but it's kind of self-explanatory it's <laughs> just hard to say so i went first in the middle so it's fine i'm here for it i'm here for it so what has social media done for you well i kind of have a love-hate relationship with social media Um, I have, I'm fortunate enough to have a following on both my personal and my business pages. So I kind of cross promote that. Um, especially when I'm approaching businesses like Sasha, you know, I'm like, Hey Sasha, I'll advertise for you, but also do you need any photo services Mm -hmm. and we can work a deal that way. Um, but I, I really haven't spent a lot in advertising dollars as far as, um, social media comes. I did take out. As a newbie, a couple years ago, took out a few ads in a few local high school yearbooks and got That's nothing. That's amazing, though. That's no. amazing that you were like, let's do this. Yes, and I got no hits. You know, nobody, everybody, you know, our parents say, you need to get out there and, you know, put flyers in mailboxes, which is illegal. I don't know if you know that. Don't put things in people's mailboxes. That's illegal. <laughs> Super illegal. Yes, I got Super a call illegal. from the post office. No Very way. angry. Yes, they confiscated all my flyers. <gasps> I was 18 years old. I didn't know what I was doing. So I was going what door to door. What the fuck? I've gotten so many random fucking flyers. <laughs> no, you <laughs> can put it in like the newspaper yep, thing. Just you not can't in, put the it mailbox. in the actual mailbox. Yep. What? Yep, don't do that. It's very illegal. You can't personally do it. You can no. like mail it out. Yeah. Oh, I or thought you were going to say you can, like, let someone posted. else yeah, do yeah. it. The, the yeah. male person themselves has to put it in there. You are not allowed to put it in there. So I have to put a stamp on it. I guess. False. I'm not. And ship it to the post office. Yeah, let yeah. me. And then, <laughs> and then distribute it. But Have them distribute it, As yes. far as social media goes, 
a lot of my leads come from that, especially since I do a lot of brides who are our age. You know, I thought all, you were gonna say bribes. I'm like, yeah, clickbait. I do that for you. <laughs> um, a lot of brides who are around our age, all on social media. A mm-hmm. lot of high school seniors. Um, I do hit some of my more family clients on Facebook, but a lot of the clients that I want to draw in do come from Instagram. I have had um, I coach travel volleyball, and I've had girls like come up to me and ask me, they're like, are you friends with Aaron K? I'm like, no, no, just kidding. No, she's like my, like one of my best friends, but they are all 15 and they like follow your stuff and they're like, I'm going to go to her when I'm a senior. And I just like, it's so amazing to me. It's so so cute. But I also sit there and like try not to laugh because I'm like, if you could only see her in her glasses and her huge bun on top of her head and and her Star Wars Wars t-shirt. But what's cool now is that I've been in this business long enough that my seniors who I shot a few years ago are now getting married and having babies. So like, it's really cool for me to grow, grow with my clients. Oh, everyone's having babies. Except Chino. Except for me. Bitch, you're about to be a stepmom. Michael's going to be with you for the rest of your life. I got a computer. (laughs) (laughs) I got a computer. I am a professional aunt. Hello, this is Aunt Kiki. Lincoln's going to hear this one day and be like, She's batshit crazy. <laughs> that's what she, that's what he's gonna say. I mean, do you remember the first day I met you? Yeah, dude. At do you want to tell that story? Because I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if you really want me to tell that story. Listen, Michael showed up with scratches all over his back. Uh, you were <laughs> oh, you were up on the bar at Pinheads <clears throat> talking about your latest blog post about female empowerment through certain things. You mean masturbating? Uh huh. Because everyone should. And if you don't, you should start so everyone can stop getting pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) So that's exactly what happened. I was talking about a blog that I wrote about masturbating, which you should all read it. It's fabulous. And it's so true. And if you don't read it, you're a prude or a liar. It's one of the two. Like it's one or the other. (laughs) Secondly, that was the first time I met Aaron and Michael is my brother and he introduces her and he's like trying to play volleyball with us it's raining outside and he won't take his shirt off which I don't know if anyone knows Michael he's such a slut when it comes to taking his shirt off like he loves taking his shirt off Mm -hmm. he's such a girl about it Mm -hmm. he's like oh I'll take my shirt off look at my 12 pack and he's like I I can't I'm like what the fuck do you mean you can't he goes um well and just looked at me scratches all over his back and I was like let me meet her right now and then Aaron walks up and I'm like no way this five foot one like little little cupcake did that to you I'm like blame it on the dog like tell no one else there's a bear there are bears in Indiana guys so that's accurate I was talking about masturbating and you were scratching shit up (laughs) getting it oh my god anyways yoga fire (laughs) Absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> Yoga fire. Casey, how do you what uh, were we talking about again? <laughs> how social do you, media? Yes. Social, that's it. Say, how do you it. think social media has like helped or been a key component? Social media, I mean, these days you can't run a business without it. So it's obviously been a huge help to our success. Um we have run paid ads and the payout has been amazing. Um I want to credit that to half the reason why we are going to be almost at or over break even before a year that's crazy so 
I mean, it's been huge. So Absolutely. basically, if you're not using social media for your business nowadays, like you're fucking up. Well, like you should just be. Make sure well, that's that you're not. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's how you, that's your outreach. We did B two B, business to business, but I mean. The payout. Say for all, the, all the young kids on here, like, <laughs> tell them what that is. Well, and if you don't have a social media, like, you're kind of sketchy, Do creepy. You exist? Right. I mean, do you exist? You don't. Are you real? Yeah. For the businesses that don't, exactly, like Aaron said, like, do you, like, it's sketch. Are you legit? Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to maul me in the alleyway outside? <laughs> like, like a bear? Apparently. <laughs> I can't. I'm done. I can't. There are a slew of questions, but I'm trying to, like, look through my notes on the best ones. Who are some mentors for you guys when it comes to your business? Like, do you even have any mentors? Anybody that you've, like, consulted? Heck no. No. I got really silent in here. My husband, and he probably doesn't even know that I consider him one, but he was the manager for a lot of big box stores and he just has a lot of um, business expe- business experience running um, you know different businesses and different industries so I look to him for a lot of advice even though we don't agree on all of it mm-hmm. he definitely helps me um, my dad's a financial planner so he has definitely helped me as well um, but as far as mentors who don't know that they are my mentor are um you know just different podcasts within my industry and then i saw your book over there your girl boss book love me some sophia um i told them that sophia amoruso favorited my tweet and i freaked out total fangirl total fangirl and it's all thanks to the skinny confidential because i was listening to them and then sophia was on there and i tweeted it but yeah this book itself but anyways continue love Love her she's the best Casey, anyone? Yeah, absolutely. I will have to second Sasha in saying my husband, Jay. I literally could not run this business without him. He is the money maker. Yeah. Like he provides for us in our business and has also worked in so many different industries and knows so much. That's what I love and hate about him the most is that he knows everything. <laughs> um, it, yeah. Um, I owe a lot of credit to him. And then, of course, my mom. I couldn't have done it without her either, her and her her advice to me. Um, She's such a just good soul. She does a lot of stuff with non-for-profits, right? Yes, she does. She's actually helping Elise with Culture Over Clout. Okay. And she is just such an amazing soul. She, you know, gives back when she can, but she also really makes a point to – give her all to the things she really cares about and Mm -hmm. being one of those things she's really helped me grow this business and know what I know now that's awesome E do you have anybody mentor wise um mentor wise (coughs) some of my peers um who I consider really good friends my friends Katie and Maria also own their own photography businesses um we share the studio down in Greenwood and um they whenever I have stupid questions how do I answer this email how do I answer this email and not sound like a bitch with being still firm um how do I do my taxes and all this stuff they have been there with me since day one um but besides that a lot of times you know Michael obviously my boyfriend um but I'm not like you guys I don't have a husband I've had many boyfriends while running this business um they've kind of phased in and out and this business is what's been uh, very s- steady for me so my parents 
Definitely. My mom owned and operated her own daycare for 18 years. My dad is, is a financial analyst insane. and planner. So they, my mom gives <clears> me a lot of emotional support while my dad gives me a lot of more concrete financial business support. Yeah. And I think that's very important from both sides. Yeah, that's amazing, though, that, like, you guys can all channel at least, at least you have one person, if not multiple people in your life, that you're able to, like, look to and be like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. This isn't going to sound stupid to you. Well, I mean, maybe it does, but they're not going to tell you that, which is nice. Well, they will. Mine will. (laughs) (laughs) This will probably make Sasha blush, but I actually look way up to Sasha and I Aww. always have since high school. I do too, kind of. Me too. Girl, Me I too, though. Before, As I've gotten to know her, yeah, absolutely. Before we were friends and before we really started getting to know each other, I thought you were like this badass bitch. Like, yeah. you know, Am I like, not? Had, oh, you, <laughs> are. No, you totally are. No, you're, you have a very kind of, you know, poised exterior, but you're very, very kind. Yeah. Kind and helping. And Hard. There have been many therapy <laughs> sessions that I've had with Sasha laying on her lash table where, you know, God. talking about the business, talking about how I've been struggling. How I basically am jobless for four months out of the year because no one wants to book photos. I don't even have the excuse of like laying on her lash table. I just blow up her fucking phone with voice memos <laughs> <laughs> that are like nine minutes long. Well, I think it's important that and you you guys help me too to have your tribe that understands what you're going through yeah. and can support you. And even though you guys all look up to me, like you guys provide value in my life too. Guys, we're all blushing. You can't see us, but (laughs) we're all blushing and smiling. (laughs) One of the (laughs) other questions I have, um, I'm looking through all my notes. This is so unprofessional. Okay, this is going to be a... uh, a big one. I had to close my notes because I know that this is going to just I take off. I have a rush of anxiety. <laughs> I know, me too. I'm like, <laughs> okay, do you think that it is easier or harder for females to start a business rather than men? Harder. 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 Why? In my line of work, if you are not a 40-year-old man, when you show up to a wedding, you do not get any respect or authority. I have hired a second shooter who was a man. And all day long, even though I was the lead photographer paid for that wedding, everyone went to the man for the questions. Everyone went to the man for the direction. Everyone went to the man for what to do next. Just because. Really? And especially. Michael, this is why you're not getting hired yeah, and trained. People would think he's the <laughs> boss, but everybody knows who wears pants in our family. <laughs> even though his are a little tighter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so true. God, but we love us the Metro men, don't we? In, Jesus. In my industry, I'm not quite sure about you guys, um, since yours are a little more female-oriented. Oriented. Yeah. But if you are not a man who is at least 40 in this industry, you do not get respect. You are looked at as just some girl who went and bought a camera who can push a button and does it for fun. Thank you, Pinterest. Yeah. No. It's fucking annoying. I will say that being, like, with the yoga studio, it's, I mean... It's a female market for mm-hmm. sure. So there are more women that do yoga than men. Men still do it, but it's predominantly women. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that it's harder for women to start a for women to start a business because of my background. When I was an executive assistant to our C- COO, who was a man, all of my decisions or all of like everything I had to say was pushed aside. He even stole my ideas a couple times and ran with it, got all the credit, took the credit. It is just like, it is hard. It's harder for. Do you think it's been easier 
in the sense of having Jay do things with you that you get like more I don't know if recognition is is the right word but like as far as the analytics of things like getting approved for loans or I know you said a lot of stuff came from savings for you oh, guys. Oh yeah, we didn't get any loan. <laughs> oh, that's well, kudos to you. That's amazing. Yeah, we didn't get a, it came all from savings in our out of pocket. But with him just his experience alone and networking it he had it more like he he did that more than me. Like yeah. he if it would have came from me, it would have been completely different. He had all the connections. I knew people, but his connections were stronger than mine. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting off topic. So it's, but it is hard. You think it is harder for a female yeah, to start absolutely. a company than a man? No, I agree with that too because even though I can go play hardball and I'm from here and my husband's not, he played such a role in just helping. Um, negotiate the lease and helping um, just with like the build out and just things that they think that a woman like I'm air quoting a woman shouldn't have a place in yeah he stepped up and helped with even though I'm capable it just got a better response so yeah it is which difficult. is so bizarre well it's, it sucks it's difficult <coughs> for women but I think it's getting easier though too because there's more female entrepreneurs coming up yeah and it's becoming, um, you know, more accepted. Yeah, which is key. Um, and when going back to that, saying that it was more respected for him to approach those things, when a man is strong and powerful and knows what he wants, he's viewed as a leader. When a woman is strong and powerful and knows what she wants, she's viewed as a bitch. Yep. So, like, it's, it's hard for us, for me, because I am compassionate. My therapist says I have a bleeding heart for people. I probably overextend myself, mm-hmm. but... It's also hard to put our foot down and be respected when, oh, well, she's just being a bitch or, oh, she's just stuck up. Guys, this is why um, I, Chino, right here, wear hoops because then I have an excuse and I put my foot down and I'm like, oh, I got my hoops in. Like, it's literally like I feel like I have to sometimes because I do the same thing as you. I overextend myself to people. And I'm like, how do I how do I cut this off where it needs to be cut and put your foot down in situations that it, you really need to but you don't really know how absolutely especially when it comes to business I am learning that daily um something else that I wanted to ask you guys do you think based on your answer do you think women have more options in business though because what if you walked into the beauty society and had some dude doing lashes you would think it was kind of bizarre wouldn't you Actually, the men doing lashes are like they have the biggest social media followings. And really? Yeah. So it's it's not really viewed as something that's common. Mm-hmm. But like my sister lives in Pittsburgh, and there's a guy that does lashes at the lash studio that she goes to out there. Mm-hmm. It's so different that you're almost attracted to it. However, yeah. within beauty, um, you know, starting with hair and stuff, it was predominantly men, and it has evolved into women, you know, taking over the industry. But um, all the time, my husband jokes that he's going to learn how to do lashes and microblading. And I'm I like, you probably would imagine. have like, the most clients out of all of us. <laughs> that would be so amazing, <laughs> though. And my nail tech's a man. So, yeah. I mean. But do you think, do you honestly think, though, that women have more options when they want to start a business? Like women have more options than men. I'd say it's probably about even. Yeah, I would even? say even for it's sure, too. Even. I mean, because yeah. if. I mean, I can't think of any kind of job that Michael could do that I would not also be able to do. It might be harder for me to start it and get it going. See, and I wonder if it's harder for men 
because there are more things that women can tap into. We can tap into therapy because we're emotional. We can tap into beauty because we live it. We can tap into yoga because we live it. And like you said, like men do it, but they're not doing it as often. Um, we can tap into sports because places like ESPN are like, oh, let's give the females a voice as well. Or so let's it's get a like hot pretty girl on TV. Yeah, so all the yeah. Men watch her. Yeah, but that's but that's what I mean is like, do you think it would just be easier for females to start their own thing because we have more doors open because we do more things? I feel like it's because we do more things. Like you've got to pay attention to your lashes, your hair, your nails, all of these other things, rather than with guys. I mean. I look at guys and I'm like, yes, you're talented. Yes, you have the ability to do these things. And they they honestly probably can and have. But I look at guys and I'm like, sports, alcohol. Like, I, I think predominantly like men bartenders. Video games. Video labor games. Jobs. Labor jobs. Yeah. So that's what I meant is like, do you think it would be easier for females to start their own business rather than a guy? I guess it just depends on what type of business. Mm-hmm. I mean, in our society, it's traditionally easier for a man to start a business just because of the world we live in today. Yeah. But, I mean, for them to, like, Jay opened pretty much a yoga studio with me. Yeah. So, I mean, we're here, but I don't know if a guy would ever open the beauty society. <laughs> <laughs> My husband's opening a second location. <laughs> right? Speaking of second location, that was something that I asked all of you was – do you think that it would be something in your company that one day you will not be there? Like you want it to grow exponentially to the point where you don't have to be there working. I teeter back and forth between that because I would love to be a big franchise where I have all these different locations or whatever it may be. I've kind of already phased out from taking clients 24-7. I'm working more on the business side of things and really helping my team grow their own careers. Mm -hmm. And that's the only way we we're able to um, you know, continue to grow is if I do that. But I, at this point, like I said, I'm a mom first and when I'm raising babies right now that's my focus and I can't imagine taking my time away to go open more locations and to grow and scale the business to such a point that I can't be in all these places at once I feel like I'd be half-assing all of it yeah so I'd rather just for now give it my all and maybe in the future for sure but I just it's not something I'm like actively working on right now Aaron do you think you could train people to have the same vision and coaching that you do and just a little sidebar Aaron took the photos for um the podcast album cover and the entire experience like my entire body from head to toe I was being coached I was being encouraged I was being moved to the proper lighting I was being like my shoulders were adjusted to the shape of my dress and the size of my hoops like it was 50 million things at once. Do you think you could ever get to a place where you are coaching people to have that same vision and coaching aspect as you to where you didn't have to be at every photo shoot, but they could represent your brand? See, I think I would want to go opposite. I would love my passion is in the shooting. Okay. My passion is not in the editing. Okay. Um, the editing side, I think I could really train someone to sit and edit my photos the way I need them to be edited okay. to my expectations. Just like I've trained um, some of my makeup artists that I work with on how to do makeup for the photo shoots the way I like them for post-processing. Oh. Um, Ashley is one of them. Uh, Sasha's boyfriend's 
um Sasha's brother. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Brain fart. Sorry, guys. I have bronchitis. I'm on, on a lot of cold the beauty meds. Society. Yes. No. So she works for the beauty society. It is Sasha's brother's uh, girlfriend. Brother. Um, brother. Brother. Not boyfriend. She's she's married. My brain is not working. Um, but I would really ideally. I've talked about this. I would love associate shooters for weddings. Okay. Um, because that's not as intimate and hands on in my mind. Um, I run through a list of poses that I do. Pretty easily, you know, I make sure everyone looks good. Everybody's hair looks good. Nobody's got double chins. But as far as boudoir, senior photos, headshots, those are very intimate. And these are pictures that people will be using, you know, to brand themselves, Mm -hmm. especially high school seniors. High school seniors is my bread and butter. That is my (laughs) jam. I want to love on all of these girls that don't feel worthy. Yeah. So um, I would love to be able to train someone to do the editing side. But I still think I would always be doing the shooting to some point. Okay. Casey, we're ready for your answer. Do you think that you could do enough with Yoga Fire to where you don't have to be there all the time? So, like Sasha, Jay and I have toyed with the idea of being becoming a franchise and, you know, growing our business to where we have lots of people on a team who are regional managers and they run the region and all the things, but I don't fully see myself ever taking myself out of yoga fire just because I am very OCD okay um I like things done a certain way like I'm the type of person my studio manager probably hates me because I will (laughs) go in there she will have moved things around and I will literally move them back to the exact place that I left them in and then she comes in and moves them around again sometimes I think she's messing with me but (laughs) (laughs) Nonetheless, um, I do think that I'll always be a part of Yoga Fire in some way, whether it be social media, whether it be, you know, just being there for conferences every once in a while or whatever. But our goal is to grow it and one day still be in it, but not as active as we are right there. Like I'm on staff currently, like I work there. Yeah. So. So the last question I have for the three of you before um, we do Chino's Choice, which is a a basic, like, would you rather? Um, My sister got the first round of that, which was actually really funny. You guys probably heard it on episode four. And if you didn't, go listen to it right the fuck now. Um, Last question. Key advising point to other female entrepreneurs. Know your worth. Know your worth. Why? Because just because someone down the street's charging $50, that does not mean you have to charge $50. If you think your skill, your talent, your time is worth more, know your worth. <laughs> I said the first thing I just thought of was like prostitute. Like well, no. if the girl down the street charges a fifty dollars, like <laughs> <laughs> like I told you, no, I know, I know. Abilities, anybody, any one of you in this room could go buy a camera right now and start charging money for it. But my time, my talent, my education, my <coughs> self-education will trump all of you. I'm Preach. sorry. I love all of you. Yeah. But my my hands-on experience in this industry is my worst. There is no other photographer like Aaron K. Photography, and I can say that loud and proud. Such a sidebar. I feel as though that's the downfall of social media because everyone is like, oh, look what I can do. Look mm-hmm. how good this looks. Look what I'm capable of. Oh, I'll only charge you $30 when... Aaron charges this and the beauty society charges that and yoga fire is doing this like okay 
but you're not as dope as we are. Like you're not as skilled as we are. You don't have all of these credentials and certificates and like training that we do. But okay, know your worth. Know That's your, worth. your advice. Yes. Sidebar over. What's your advice for female entrepreneurs? Female entrepreneurs, if you have a team, take care of your people. Your people will take care of you. Okay. Bottom line. Um, right now, my team, they make more than I do. And that's on purpose because I need to invest in them to have a solid foundation. So you can go, you know, you can go far by yourself, but you can go a lot further with others. In Erin's case, like she was talking about, you know, right now she's solo, but she knows, you know, she doesn't have to recreate herself to be able to go further. There's creative ways to do it. Mm -hmm. Just like I haven't had to necessarily, um, you know, clone myself, but creating the right team yeah. and taking care of them for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I can definitely agree with both of you guys because those are both huge things. Um, one thing that I will say is you just like, I don't know, really, truly being confident in your brand and knowing what you're bringing to the table because the second you start to question or play the comparison game, which I've vented to Sasha about a million times, is you get yourself so wrapped up in it that you – like you're almost just worthless and that's just something you have to catch yourself doing and yeah. I've had to catch myself doing that so just which know. is awesome yeah. I, I love that you guys are all like human in those things like you've lived it you've felt it and you're like this is what we feel is foundational to running your own business which is crazy because I I'll agree with you that it's harder for females to be able to do stuff like this but okay Chino's Choice is a new uh, concept that my sister and I introduced on episode four. And it's basically a would you rather for the guests on the show. So Aaron, you're first. Yay. Chino's choice. Would you choose to only be able to take black and white photos or photos of animals for the rest of your career and why? What kind of animals are we talking? Ones that can eat me or cute, cuddly ones? Animals. Just animals in general. You can only do black and white photos or photos of animals. To make money, black and white, but like for self-happiness, <laughs> animals? <laughs> because like I was No, you have to choose. Like I was that person who was Wise Thornberry as a child. So I'd probably say animals because like okay. why not? Okay. Animals are the purest. I feel like you could sell the fuck out of photos of animals though. Well, I mean, look at all the calendars that they sell around Christmas. Yeah. I would buy your Little calendar. Theo boy. Oh, my Theo. Also, Theo. my dog has an Instagram, and he's the coolest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, okay. I'd probably say animals, just because they can't talk back at me and be mean. Correct, and they won't ask you, are my photos done? I Did you I, edit that? You were at the gym. They must be done. You were at the movies. They must I be done. I saw that you were with your future stepdaughter. Um, she, Can she help you edit those photos? <laughs> <laughs> like, please remove yourself from my DMs. We're not being dramatic. I'm just letting you guys know that. That's not dramatic at all. That's no. like dead ass what it is. Sasha, her eyes just got so big. She's so nervous. Cue anxiety. Chino's choice. Would you choose to only be able to do lashes with one hand for the rest of your career or... Every product you use smells like chicken wings. Oh, my God. I hate chicken wings. <laughs> what the fuck kind of question is this? <laughs> They're so funny. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, funny. Well, it's funny now. Not so funny at the time. 
my arm was paralyzed for two weeks last <gasps> year. <laughs> oh my god, Massage gone wrong. Um, so That's I terrifying. did try to do lashes with one hand. It doesn't work. So that'll be career ending. So I guess I'm gonna have to smell like a chicken wing. <laughs> oh. oh. At least you tried it first. Like yours was, I didn't even know that. And your would, would you rather was kind of answered for itself because you've already experienced it. Okay, Casey, are you ready? I suppose. Chino's choice. Would you choose to only be able to have yoga classes in the dark, but everyone's naked (laughs) or (laughs) your studio only does classes twice a week? Oof. Oh god, that's really hard. I know. That's the best part. Okay, I'm gonna have to make some money, so we're gonna go with <laughs> Get naked, everybody. <laughs> I naked guess we're gonna have dark. to get behind that new concept. Well naked in the dark. Candlelight flow just changed. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. I'm sure there's gonna be people like asking, like, so that whole naked thing, was that real? Dude, that's actually a thing. You know that, right? <laughs> It is no. a literal thing. I could never. And people make money. That's why I choose it. Chose it. <laughs> I could never. No, there's absolutely no way Yoga Fire is ever doing that. So nobody <laughs> getting any ideas. <laughs> never in a million years. Nope. So one takeaway that I want everyone to think about for this is if you are wanting to start your own business, no matter big or small, no matter if you think it's crazy, if there's 50 million people doing it, if it's something you're passionate about, freaking go for it go for it to the best of your ability reach out to people ask their advice ask them how they got to where they were there is no such thing as too many mentors there is no such thing as a stupid question and I think all of us can vouch for that um, because hey there are 50 bazillion podcasts and blogs out there but here we are so I just want to say thank you guys for coming Thank you for being a part of this. Thank you for all of your answers and the laughs. And this is Chino's best, guys. Thanks for having us. (laughs) They didn't know what to do. See ya. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening to Chino's Best. Be sure to check out the Instagram and Twitter pages at C-H-E-E-K-N-O-W-S-B-E-S-T and follow each week for new topics. Click the link in either bio and be sure to subscribe to the podcast and the blog. Special thanks to sponsors involved. And remember, you're not alone. I'll prove it.